Hello Sagittarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Sagittarius May 2022 astrology must-knows horoscope forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, that is the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month. I do all kinds of things like written horoscopes up a month ahead and there's just so much there that you can see at that link. If by the end of the video you forget that website address, you are, if you're watching on YouTube, you can click on the little more button with the arrow in the bottom right of the video, and it will reveal the notes that will have links. And if you are a podcast listener, you can look at the notes below the podcast. I am celebrating 100,000 subscribers just a couple of days before recording this on YouTube. So I am very excited and very um, honored to support you all over this decade that I've been doing this work and thank you for your support and that big milestone for me and my work. This is for you if Sagittarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Sag placements that you have, Venus, Mercury, anything in there this is part of your astrological picture, what we're going to discuss here. And if you're a late degree Saggy like me, if your birthday is around December 15th through the rest of the sign, or you have like 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I highly recommend you listen to or watch my Capricorn reports as well. You very late degree people will benefit from both of those readings. So now let's talk about May must knows. Once again, this happened in April, it's happening again in May. We have almost double the sweet aspects compared to the salty ones. So we will celebrate anything that we can and that will definitely be part of the astrological climate this month. Another big piece here, which we'll go back to later, is the lunar eclipse at 25 degrees of Scorpio. We'll talk about the types of changes you're likely to see and I'll give you some resources that I've created to help you even deepen your understanding more. Big changes ahead, lots of big goodbyes, big, um, shifts within your relationship space, your deep relationships, um, money, those kind of things very likely to affect you. We do have a time when the tides now are turning back in. So from March through the end of April, we were in that big push forward, free of personal planet retrogrades where it was time to go, go, go and do, do, do and make your plans and buy your big things and you know have your clarity and do your launches. And now from May into the middle of June, it's time to to inward and backward things, to sit on the shore and let the tide bring wonderful goodies into you, sit in your web and let food come to you and keep your schedule light so that you can say yes to unexpected magic and surprise offers. So the less you schedule yourself during this six weeks or so from all of May through the middle of June, the happier you will be when something awesome comes up and you can say yes to it because you didn't over schedule. Plus, it'll save you the stress and drama of having to reschedule everything that you scheduled in that time or have it be called into question. So just try to leave everything as light as possible. Now, the dates for the tides turning back in are April 27th through around June 18th is the full retrograde cycle. The actual retrograde in for Mercury is from May 10th through June 3rd. This retrograde is of special significance as well because some of it's going to oppose your sign. So this is going to mean you've got a lot of action going on in your relationship sector, which we're gonna to get to that. A lot of things from the past coming up, people from the past coming up, and things in patterns from the past coming up. Okay, so this has extra significance because of that. And, um, and so all of this opens us up June 19th when it's complete to our last big open window free from personal planet retrogrades of the whole year. 
from June 19th through August 21st. We won't have any personal planet retrogrades and that will be a time again to go, go, go and do, do, do and launch and have more clarity and have more smooth flow. But until then, for May in the middle of June, just try to hang out and deal with what comes to you, take care of unfinished business, clear out clutter, get super organized, and be ready for the new big blazing forward that's going to happen in that window. Now, the reason that's the last open window of the year is because Mars is going to be retrograde towards the end of the year, and that shadow period starts like early September for Mars retrograde, and it's long, and then we'll have another Mercury retrograde, okay? So it doesn't have to be a bad thing. I've come to love Mars retrograde. We'll talk about that as it gets closer, but it's just not the time to force things or blaze forward or have you know, certainty. It's more of a time, like we talk about with the retrogrades, to pull in and backwards, to be the earthworm, to go back over soil to make it rich and fertile for future growth. Now, if you don't have my book already, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. Get it, get the book because it is awesome. It's a beautiful hardcover book. It's like 350 pages, lots of details. You can walk in any Barnes and Noble, it's on the shelf, it's at Books A Million, it's at independent booksellers, you can get it online. If you are into aligning with the natural rhythms of the universe, you will love this book because it will give you all of these details and checklists of how to make your decisions in the direct and in the what kinds of things to do in the direct and retrograde time, okay? And it's very important. But just a quick overview, the retrograde time is a time for shorter term things, um, bridge arrangements, meaning, so all of May into the first half of June is a time where it's better to not make a long-term decision if you can help it because the terms of that decision are likely to change. And if you have to make a long-term decision, then just know going into it, it's probably going to be shorter term than you think. Like maybe you get a mortgage and then you wind up refinancing it, or maybe you get a mortgage and you wind up selling the house sooner than you think. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's just just be aware that the energy of short-term changeability and things turning out a little different than you think are more likely at that time, as are people not being upfront with information that would be relevant to what you're doing which could play very heavily into agreements and negotiations, okay? So that's why we say to try to avoid important agreements and arrangements at that time because they are probably gonna change and you might not know everything. Okay, so the next big must know is we've got some lingering Pisces energies and whoa, has this been a nuisance for us, right? Oh my gosh, Jupiter and Pisces. Although there are always positive things, you know that I'm always looking for what's positive and I've spoken a lot about what is positive about Jupiter and other placements in Pisces and what we can do with it. But for now, I'm putting all of that aside and going back to celebrating that the Pisces energy is finally ending because of the Venus retrograde earlier in the year, because of Jupiter and Pisces, because of some other factors, we've had a long stretch of personal planets being in Pisces for way longer than they usually do. Venus, Mars, Jupiter, guess what? Making a square to our sign. Guess what? Putting water on our fire, dampening everything that we're trying to do, being obstacles in the way of what we're trying to have our free flow, which has been super annoying. So, and bringing a lot of things to tend to in our home and family sector. Some of those things can be very rewarding and we may be starting to really see the results of the extra time we've put into those home, family, and real estate um, types of things. But it's been hard and it's been emotional and it's been a lot and it's not done yet. 
but this is the month where it is ending, okay? It's ending because Jupiter is going to go into Aries, and oh my gosh, it's gonna be amazing for Sag. Venus is going to go into Aries, Mars is going to go into Aries, and I definitely couldn't be happier about this for us, okay? So we're going to talk more about that in a second. I just wanted to let you know that the the times of the Piscean drowning us um, is changing, so yay. All right, so now let's talk about why I'm so excited about the Aries placements. Aries is a fellow fire sign, and Aries makes a 120 degree angle for us Sagis. So any Sag placements you have are going to get big, the biggest possible kisses from all of the Aries placements, and there are going to be a lot, as we talked about, in the short term, in the long term, because Jupiter is going to be in the zone of Aries from now until next May. There's gonna be a short retrograde into the last couple of degrees of Pisces from October 28th through December 1st. But as of May 11th through May 17th of 2023, for all intents and purposes, we've got the blessings of Jupiter in Aries kissing our placements and helping to rev us up, give us more creativity, fuel things with our children or relationships with kids, fuel our inner child, hobbies expanding, hidden gifts coming out, romance flourishing, headway being made in any issues with, um, you know, trying to have a baby, conception things, anything like that. Many Sagis are going to have better relationships with their kids, conceive a child, birth a child, something like that, and it's all very exciting. This is also a bucket list house. So all of these energies of things that you want to do, and I'm going to go into more details when we talk about what Jupiter and Aries can bring. And just know that when I go into those details, Venus and Mars are also fueling all of that fifth house or Leo goodness. All right, so that's very exciting. Now, let's see. Um, we've got a couple of things to talk about with Jupiter before we get into other expressions of Jupiter in Aries. And I do have separate videos for these as well. So Jupiter and Neptune conjunct in Pisces, very, very big transit, rare. The last time it happened in this sign was 1856. I'm not gonna go into the details here, but I wanted to mention it because it is still in effect, okay? March through May, even though the, the bulk of it is in April. So search for Annie Botticelli, Jupiter, Neptune conjunction you will be glad that you did because there are a lot of good things. And we've been dealing with a lot of crappy transits for an extended period of time, talking about like outer planet transits, the ones that are slow and just like digging. So you wanna know all about anything that can have positive effects, okay? Now on that topic, Jupiter is going to make a 60 degree, one of the most favorable in all of astrology with Pluto, the great transformer. And that is strongest May 1st through 5th. So this month is very much covered in that beautiful aspect. April through June is when we feel it, this, you know, still very strong. It's a couple of month um, blessing. So look for Annie Botticelli, Jupiter sextile Pluto, and you can get all of the details about what that might bring for you, okay? Now, before we go into Jupiter and Aries yummies, I did tell you we were gonna talk about the eclipses. So let's go ahead and do that. Now, it is true that the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle is not in the best aspect for Sagis. So there are points of strife that are coming up and this has to do with our me-we relationship and specifically our stuff versus other people's stuff. 
for many Sages, you are going to have to confront your fear of codependency and the ways that you give your power away to other people. Okay, this is a very deep hidden fear where you're afraid to set a boundary. Sagis are yes people. We say yes sometimes before we even know fully what we're saying yes to and we get ourselves in some trouble that way, right? Oh, by the way, when I give these different degrees and you don't know if you have what your degrees are and you want to know, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter, get the welcome letter. It will have the information on how you can... um, access free software to run a free birth chart, then you can see all your placements, you can see the degrees, then you can use the information I give you in better ways. I meant to tell you that earlier. Okay, so back to this. This energy is highlighting, from the sign perspective, everyone in the zodiac is having eclipse and Scorpio energy, which is shared resources, other people's money, inheritances, your deep, intimate, and sexual relationships, your relationship with power, people using power in the right way or not, anything having to do with um, grants or loans or debt or government money or taxes, spousal money, shared money, you know, planning for money after death, legacies, things like that. All of that's coming up in a big way. Now, so I suggest that you watch my Eclipses and Scorpio video. Go into YouTube, search for Annie Botticelli Eclipses and Scorpio, and you will get the full gamut of what I've seen manifest for eclipses in Scorpio. Okay, so that's all Sag placements. All Sag placements also look for eclipses in Pisces or eclipses in the 12th house because that's the house from the whole house perspective that this is going to be in for all Sag placements. Okay, and this is the house of fears. It's the house of addictions. It's the house of ancestry. So breakthroughs along the lines of your ancestry or something that happened to someone in your family that makes sense to you of why why they're doing things a certain way. Just this whole rich inner psychological space is going to be very activated with breakthrough energy and having to confront those fears. So there's a very good chance you're going to have an opportunity to see the ways that you've been giving your power away and letting fear hold you back. Now, in some cases, your fear of setting a boundary might cause you to be getting affected by other people's fears. A lot of times, Sagis are pretty brave and pretty fearless, right? So sometimes we let ourselves be held back by our attachment to what other people and close to us may think or experience because we want them to be happy. We want to take care of them and do what you know we think is right. Um, it's a very idealistic placement to have, Sagittarius. But there are many ways that you are letting people control you, even if they're not meaning to, maybe they are, I'm not not going to make a judgment on that, it could go either way, but you're going to have to confront, in many cases, like I said, it's going to be about codependency. Codependency is a very big topic and it is going to be coming up. A lot of times, I'm not even going to get into the whole gamut of codependency, but look up traits of the codependent and see if you have them and there's a very good chance that you do, okay? And now is a time when you get to confront that and hopefully make a breakthrough in setting healthy boundaries so that you're not going to let other people's fear drive your life anymore, okay? This could be a big culmination. It's a lunar eclipse. It's a changing of a pattern. It's a clearing up of karma. That's something else that we don't always talk about. Well, I always talk about it, but you might not know associated with eclipses is it's a karmic cycle. So you have a chance to clear up karma and to instill new, better patterns. All right, so anything that comes up at this time in your relationship sector, and it will come up, 
April, May, June, even a little bit before that, March, you know, you're going to see the places where your relationships aren't perfectly healthy having a chance to be healed. Some of you are just going to have to walk away and this eclipse is going to be the ending of a relationship. Some of you, some of us, are going to go to deeper levels of our relationship by dealing with the things that are there. And that's really going to be centered around us and our inner work. And then that will help change things around us. So the last big must know before we go into all of these Jupiter and Aries goodies is that if you are within the first three degrees birthdays, so if your birthday is, if you're like a Scorpitarius and your birthday is um, the first four or so days, zero to three degrees, you are going to get a big Jupiter kiss from this, um, this transit this month. Okay, so everyone else is going to get their kisses, don't worry. But if you have any placements between you know zero and three-ish degrees, then you all are getting the biggest kisses first and that is happening this month. So again, this is gonna be like November 21st through 24th or 25th, somewhere around there. You're definitely getting super awesome targets or zero to three degrees for any of your Sag placements. You get the goodies. Now we can talk about Jupiter and the yummies that you might see in this whole next year from Jupiter and Aries. Okay, so when we relate Jupiter to the energy of the fifth house or the energy of Leo, the sign of Leo or the fifth house, we take all the Jupiter rules, all the Jupiter key points and the rulership of the fifth house and Leo and combine them. Any plus, any addition of any of these things are what you can see during a Jupiter transit. So for instance, Jupiter in the fifth house brings expansion and growth and luck and fertility to children. So through conception or pregnancy or childbirth, child rearing, or anything having to do with your kids, your own, or any others. And this can also be a time of expanded fun and harmony with children anywhere along the birthing process or creative babies. Or it could be that your children need more attention and there's something going on that has to be addressed. Um, and all of that is expansion in that area. Anything having to do with optimism, diversification, amplification, having to do with love and romance. Love and romance is not on there, but I'm going to put it on right now. A lot of times Jupiter in this sign or house can bring in your true love or just someone, a person of consequence, a POC as I call them. So new love can come in now or love you have now could be noticeably improved. If there are things under the surface, Jupiter could expand the issues so that you can solve the problems. It also increases your magnetism to your true love and your magnetism to set, to go big and set your big love goals to help them come true. It rules creativity of all kinds. So creative projects, hobbies, gifts, you know, anything having to do with music or something that puts you out in the, in the limelight or being seen um, out in front of people, singing, composing, acting. So advances in luck and opportunities in those um, areas can really abound at this point. Hobbies can be expanded so you could find something that you love to do that you never knew that you would like. Or your hobbies can be amplified, added to, and can turn into business. Um, you can also do things to excess. So if there's a habit or an addiction that you have and you're having a little too much fun, this could cause problems and could point out that you might need to get help 
in solving that issue. Um, but in general, you know, if you can manage the excess and it's something that is okay for you, this can be a time of great fun. And I also call it a bucket list house or, or sign because something that you've always wanted to do, Jupiter can come and bring its, its luck um, and protection in your endeavors to do that. You could also discover a hidden talent on the topic of talents. So remember that any seeds planted now, even if they're not manifesting, can have a chance to grow over the next 12 years, all right? So if you are a person who's overworked, this could be the year that fun becomes a mandatory part of your life instead of a rare occurrence. So again, your perspective on fun could change or amplify. So you see how, you know, you know how I do my work, if you're familiar with this, rather than just tell you what could happen, I wanna help you understand why, so that you can go deeper and you can use your understanding to see all of the different ways that I might not mention of how this could happen. Freedom, freedom on the topic of love. You could be freed from a difficult relationship. You could be freed from a pattern within love. You could, you know, find a little bit more space from a, a pattern of codependency within your long-term relationship and just, you know, have a little more independence. All of these are ways that I have seen Jupiter manifest in the fifth house word, Leo. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45 minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at anniebclarity.com. You can go to anniehelpsyou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28 day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to cozybysweetstarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful, comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon, and you can order it anywhere as well.
So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.